welcome to the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Deese, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. Woo! Let's get into it. All right, right. I'm a little nervous because of the way the dog is laying. Well, I just wanted it to grab it now while he's being fine. No, I know, but like his butt is near the speaker. Yeah, it'll what if be he fine. absolutely lets it rip? Well, then, we're like, gonna... what if he bl- bay blades? <laughs> lets it rip. Let it well, rip. then you'll have to edit it out, and hopefully, it's not silent. No, but <laughs> and then we won't hear it, but they will. <laughs> <laughs> he will be fine. John, this leave him alone. Do you hear those birds? They're going crazy, man. Going crazy, crazy outside your window, dog. They go nuts outside my window. They do. They go nuts. So, nuts. So, okay. So, what are we talking about this week? I don't know. Emily, you tell me. We're talking about <laughs> holding on for dear life. <laughs> what, to Ryan? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about confidence. I don't think we've ever talked about confidence. I feel like we... <laughs> well, we don't have any. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like what we talked about kind of like, you know, if you have standards or boundaries, there needs to be a sort of well, I think we haven't talked about it because I think we believe that there should be an underlying agreeance that you should just be secure before you enter the dating scene. I know, and we talked about feminism a lot, which I think they twist the idea of confidence very easily and swiftly. Well, I think the way feminism views confidence is you can only be confident when men are, like... Less than, like put down. What's opposite of superior, inferior, inferior to you? That's very true. Mm, that is very interesting. You know, a lot of, a few things have been rattling around in my head. Can I just say them? This yeah. is what's been rattling around in my head. And I know we've talked about these topics before, but I've just been kind of like really thinking about them. Clothes. Okay. What are people wearing? Yes. Like bras as tops. You know what I'm saying? Like I was at church today and this young girl, this teenage girl, <laughs> she wore like a going out clubbing top yeah, to church. They have been wearing that lately. I am I've shocked. Been noticing. I'm like shocked and pulled. And another one wore a bodysuit that had mesh paneling so you could see the underwire of the bodysuit with lace. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is who are what are you it's doing? Like nine in the morning. And, well it was eleven, so until the eleven okay, a.m. But, but I'm like so before lunch. Like, this is too much. This is too much, you know? I just, I can't. But, like, I really, I know we've talked about the clothes thing before, but it really just, like, it's just surreal sometimes, really, what's going on out there. It's the just, dress like, codes. The dress codes. And then it's, like, all these women are out there, and they are saggy. This isn't they're helping saggy. anyone. And I'm not saying they're, they're too saggy to wear. I'm, like, it makes you look saggy. No, like, like, I mean, it can't like be good not for, like, it you. just can't be good for you in the long run. Yeah, and it's, like, it's not flattering for you, and it's highlighting everything bad about your body. Maybe think about that. Maybe they want you to have an eating disorder because they sell you clothes that you look bad in yeah. because no one actually looks good in them. It's hard <laughs> to find good clothes these days. Maybe they're selling you eating disorders. I know that's what Fendi was selling Well, me. they've been talking about that for a long, long time. Yeah, but I mean, because if you wear clothes that are your size, honestly, no one cares what size you are. If you're large or medium or small, you know what they look at when they see you? Do your clothes fit? Yeah. That's pretty much it. Because I wear mediums and larges a lot of the time, and everyone always says, well, you're so skinny. And it's not because my clothes are oversized. It's because they fit me, and I don't have an ego. It's true. You always look way skinnier when you wear clothes that are more flattering than if you, like, yeah. drown yourself behind them. Yeah, or, like, these pulley systems. It doesn't look good. And then I was, like, on Katie Bellotti, which we've talked about her before, she didn't like jeans because she thought her body wasn't made for jeans. What sort of narcissist do you have to be? 
<laughs> like, I mean, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, jeans aren't made for your body because you're one in a million and just you can't, like, are you serious? Do you know how many jeans? And then she went to the Gap, as she fucking should, because she is a Gap type of bitch. And then it worked because everybody fits at the Gap. It's called the Gap. <laughs> For the people who are in the Gap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. like my first pair of jeans that I loved were from the Gap too. Because they're affordable and they fit everybody. That's like actually their thing. Yeah. Just, but I mean, Zara, yeah. Zara is super discouraging. I don't know well, who's Zara's wearing rough. Those, those pants. Those pants are like crazy. I know. They make no sense. <laughs> like they're different every fucking time. They're different every time. And like you, if you lived your life in Zara standards alone, then yeah, how would you ever get to the Gap? Anyways. Murder. So, so that's kind of... Okay. Oh, oh no! Oh. He rolled over the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sorry, just pug. Let him, let him go. He's really tired. Wow, he's a tired little lady. He's a tired little puppy. Yeah, but anyways, he's a baby puppy prince boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been rattling around in my head. I don't know why. It just like it kind of like hits me every few months. Especially when I go shopping for stuff, and then I really look, and I'm like, everything's like a crop top. Everything's Everything like a police crop top. You know, everything I've, is a tie. I've thought about that for many years now. Like I have felt that for many years. Yeah. Like when crop tops started coming on the scene. Yeah. Like, and then what was it? Crop sweaters and everything. Such a bullshit. Like, Such that, like a crop sweater. Crop sweaters upset me. bother me because like. It defeats. The it whole feels purpose. like so much heat on the neck. Yeah, I just it defeats the whole purpose. I don't like it. Yeah. So, but I've thought that because I don't wear crop tops because they don't look good on me. They don't look good on my. But people. I've noticed when they hit the scene, I was like, oh boy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like this is gonna make shopping very difficult for me because yeah. everything is gonna be cropped because yeah. that's what sells the most, but it doesn't true. cater to people. And then it's like then you got to go to the fucking Gap. And buy the, the mother t-shirts. I know. Like women at JCPenney outfits. I know. And um, Or like Kohl's and stuff. It's true. But um, because, yeah, now the crop top is becoming the new white t-shirt. It is. Ugh, it's awful. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You won't see that around here. It'll, In these offices, we don't. We don't. <laughs> this time next year, it'll be the white white tube. Yeah, white the white tube. tube. Well, that had a moment. And then they're, they're trying to bring it back. It's not really sticking, but they're trying and then another thing that's been rattling in my head is advice girls give one another about boys. Yeah. It's like, I'm for it. I love it. It's not like demonizing or saying anything bad, but it's like, it's really fascinating because we talked about it on last week's episode, kind of about like how we don't trust men and all this stuff. And like, that's fine and that's fair because men can Stop. be liars, no, I'm just but I don't think we should put that moniker on every single man we meet because we don't put it on every single woman we meet or every single person like teacher or doctor or yeah member. so why is it exclusively for men i feel like women are always attacking men and then like i was kind of thinking about all the advice like i've been given recently about my boy situation which is like kind of non-existent but a big thing they always say to me is i don't want to see you just like focus on one guy like i want to see you go out there i want to see you date i want to see you with people i like prove to me that you're not hung up on somebody Can can you do that? Can you prove it to me, please? Can you? Can I see the dates that you go on? Can I see the text messages that you have with the boys? Can I see how you just are well, going to gush over other men? Well, I think it's very interesting because it's like the people giving that advice take that advice, and how are you doing? But how are they, you feeling? No, but the the thing is, a lot of them give me that advice, and they don't go on dates themselves. Mm. They don't even go out there and do anything. Like they don't, they don't try. Like they hang out with their three people that they know, and they do the same thing that they do, which is go to their apartments, and then they see me because I'm the outlier character for yeah. a lot of people. 
like I just am, which is fine. And then so like I'm the one that brings them out. I'm the one that takes them here. We go there or we see that. You know what I'm saying? So they somehow think you're that person? They think I'm the person that gets hung up and can never move on from something. But you're the one who takes them out. I know. I know. I know. It's like it's a weird thing because I think they're projecting mostly. I think that's where it comes from because they know that they aren't. But if they can be all altruistic with somebody, because I've been there. I've done that where it's like, well, I'm not going to do it. But if I can make sure that you don't do what I do, then I win. You know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with getting hung up on people. I don't think think, I think being, well, it's not good to sit in it for a long time. Yeah. But I think it just shows that innately our nature, it, like, the desire is to be with someone, yeah. like, for, like, ever, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, for the rest of time. Yeah. And so I think it I think it puts a value on relationships, and I think it shows an importance and, like, mm-hmm. like a sanctity I know. to relationships. Because it's like, well, it's like, don't get hung up, don't get hung up, don't get hung up. Then it's like, all these relationships you're in, you're feeling nothing, and then you put no value in relationships, and what's the point? So you're just mm-hmm. giving yourself away all the time just to, like, not feel anything? Yeah. Like, just to knock it I know, and up. that's what I think, because with Katie Bilotti, she's another... I'm just going to use her as an example, I guess. But she, she like, went on so many dates during the summer to prove to her friends, like, see, yeah, I'm getting out there. I'm going places. I'm doing the thing. And then one of her friends said, yeah, but rarely do you ever go on a second date. And then it's like, isn't that interesting? She's like, yeah. She's like, I just kind of realized, like, I don't go on a second date. It's because you don't care. You it's don't, You're not building yeah. a connection because you're afraid... Of doing exactly what you said, of getting hung up. And then, like, obsessing over someone or thinking about well, them. Well, because or now wondering. it's, like, a whole thing where I don't know where it came from, but it's, like, beating men to the chase of, like, hurting you. Yes. And so it's, like, so you're going to willingly, like, self-inflict pain. Yeah. And, like, have them be untrustworthy. And then it's, like, at the end of the day, you're going to come home at the end of a month after dating around or dating a guy for a month. And yes. you've been dating around for a month. Nothing came of it. Sitting home crying. Why am I unlovable? I'm meeting all these men. They don't love me. You date one man for a month. He doesn't talk to you anymore. I can't believe I wasted my time in that one man. It's like either way, at the end of the month, you're crying. Yeah. So you might as well be striving to build something more meaningful mm-hmm. than striving to like to give yourself almost like validation that you are not enough to be loved. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Or like to give yourself validation that you're at least trying and you're putting yourself out there and you're doing things of this world because see, look at how many people you're meeting. Look how many people you're having sex with. Look at how many people you're, you don't care about. Isn't it so cool how much you don't care about someone? Because that's what dating around really says. Yeah. It really just shows how little you actually care about a person. And then it's like, no wonder. It's like the, see, it's the hysterical woman thing coming out again, you know, because there's no men to stand up because how are they going to stand up when they go out and they see a girl and they don't know how many people she's dating and she's already decided that you're a liar and you're toxic so really why are they even going to pretend to try to convince you otherwise when everything you do switches the paradigm so you're on the top they're on the bottom and then you go on dates over and over and over again with different people because you're not really looking to share or build anything I think it's great to be invested in somebody. I think it's great to love deeply and to love truly and to love honestly rather than just to go on a bunch of dates to prove to your friends like see yeah like I'm not hung up on anybody. I can live my life. I'm living my best life. Honestly I think it's empty. I I, I think it's very empty and I think it's just sad because it's like you're just coming home to yourself and it's like 
Yeah. And then... wears people down i think it wears people down more than if you're just to have like one honest month with some guy i think so too because like it's just exactly what you said because that's what i would think i'm like i'm so unlovable like i went on because 10 that's dates where it's gonna in go. one month and not one guy cared like enough to keep it going. a thousand percent yeah but like it's like it but it's like really how could they keep it going when it was so obvious you didn't give a shit yeah because you were thinking well i mean this guy maybe he'll be this way like like because you're thinking you're like oh he's really great okay he likes new york he he likes PC, he likes bagels, but he didn't say he likes Pepsi. Maybe the other guy will say it. Like, I mean, we have a good connection, but but like, let me just see the other guy. Okay, so he likes New York, he likes Pepsi, he likes bagels, but but does he like the park? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I'm going on with this other guy, maybe he likes the park. Like, that's what I literally think is going on in their head. Because it it's like, be. why? I think first and foremost, it's to prove that they're wanted to their friends, mm-hmm. to prove some validation. Like, that's it on the surface level. That's your motivation. That that's the that's the inciting incident. Okay, like. Like, I'm going to prove to my friends that I'm wanted and I'm hot and I just got my little crop top with pulley system and I'm so cool. So let me go on this date and then this date and then this date. And then when you're actually on those dates, then you're thinking on the sub level, you're like, well, okay, am I going to connect with them? Like, maybe you care on the first two dates. It doesn't go well. You're like, well, I have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more dates. So then maybe I'll just like sit and I'll get a free, you know, a free dinner or yeah. like whatever. Or I'll spend my money to prove some point because today I feel like proving I'm a feminist or something. Yeah. And then you're not. So then where's the guy? So where in any of what I just said, put the guy at the beginning. Because aren't you on a date with the guy? Yeah. You're not on a date for yourself. You're not on a date with your friend. You're on a date with a guy. Yet everything I just said, never put him at the front. And then you go home after a month of dating 10 different people wondering why you don't have a connection. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Because you're looking for a man who's you. Who you, like, built. Exactly. And you want. Yeah. Cause like, we, it's like you leave no room for their humanity. Exactly. And then it's like, I just... Because I've had friends in the past or, like, moments in time where, you know, like, they go on dating apps and they're like, you should go on dating apps, you should do this or whatever. They never say you should. But it's like, you know, it could always be there if I wanted to talk about it with them or, like, do that. Because they go on dating apps. But I just watch them go on the dating apps and it's just not really inspiring me to do that myself. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very good. Like, because they don't really like the people they meet and they don't really have a connection and then they go on all these days and it's like do you know how many people I have in my immediate Rolodex that I need to see why am I making time for a stranger yeah like a literal random like I just I can't I like I cannot be bothered with it and then it's like really if you go out to the bar or whatever you meet the same guy like that fast I think we talked about that last time but it's very true you meet the same guy you would meet on hinge in like five seconds at the bar because they're they're out there they're out there and they're all not interesting they're all terribly boring but I do think because I also think she goes on all those dates I think those men are terrible (laughs) yeah like i don't think she's gonna find a real winner yeah on hinge i don't think so not unless she like just forces it and is like done with yeah just being like i'm done and like this is it whatever i'm willing to like officially fully compromise it's like you gotta be willing to like compromise compromise but it's like to to then put yourself like in it's like acting it is like to the oomph degree that's why because i think i have a theory with her with katie bilotti right now (laughs) I think she found a guy. Like, I think she's, like, going full-fledged, like, I guess it's called cuffing season during the holidays. Oh. I never really understood what that meant, but I think that means just getting a girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> cuffing means, yeah, like, getting together. Yeah, Like, getting being together. in a relationship, but that's called something. Yeah. Like, where you do it for the holidays. Yeah, I know. It's called something specific. I, I forget what I called. think she's going to do that, like, Let fully, us know 100%. in the comments. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> with that seasonal boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, like, I full because she went, she was going on a date, and she was, like, on Instagram on her story. She's like, I'm so late. I'm, I'm running late for a date, but I just can't stop watching this. I'm like, oh, show me how little people mean to you. Show me more how little their time means to you because they're a man. Like, you're so cool. Like, yeah. wow, just because they're not a gay guy or a woman, they mean nothing to you. Just show me more. Tell me more. But I had a feeling... Because then the next day she's like, oh, it like went well. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling you're just going to try to lock this shit down. Because you want like to not be alone for the holidays to prove to your friends that you're kind of really stable. Because she's kind of in this moment right now. It's like just so fascinating to me what people put out there on the internet. They don't even realize how front-facing they're being. But she's trying to be really stable in life. And you can just tell it's like, it's like it is held together by string and duct tape. Yeah. Like, she is tar and feathering her way through life right now, and it's really fascinating. But it's the most stable she's ever been. I mean, this is a woman who thought jeans weren't made for her. Like, out of all the bajillion people on the planet, out of all the factories, out of all of the stores, all of the boutiques, all of the everything in the world, you are so special and different that jeans just not, are not made for you. Like, get over yourself. Honestly, please. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how does this parlay into confidence? How does it, Emily? Well, so there's this other girl on Instagram. She is great and she's fabulous and she gives advice. So um, her name is Ash Nelly. She's so cool. I really love her advice. I love everything she says. And some, so she said that women shouldn't propose to men like men should propose to women. Yeah, like very interesting because that is like a thing. There was a rom-com about that. Leap year? Yeah, leap year. Like, because I guess that was a weird thing that nobody ever talked about. But mm. like women can only propose on a leap day. (laughs) I'm like, that's so, like, fascinating. I know. Well, because, like, and I think that having women propose to men degenerates women even more than it's. I think it's terribly embarrassing. And it's like, I get it. Like, because it's like, you either propose, propose, either propose, or you're like, where are you here? Where are you here? Where are you? You know, a thing I've been seeing lately is, like, women will buy these, like, mats for their front doors oh yeah and it's like the hendersons or something he's like the hendersons he just hasn't asked yet (laughs) (laughs) that's funny well because that goes back to pressuring men because that's a lot of advice i'm getting from my well now women have to pressure men Men don't do shit i know that's why they have to pressure them and i hate it because they should want to do that yeah men should like because i like i get the advice of pressuring men but i don't think i will ever do that and like, i just like i'm not gonna go pedal to the I'm metal just, I'm like not, it's too like, much like i'll put myself out there i'll make myself available for the guy that i like and i don't care if that comes across as desperate that's not my point but i will not pressure a man to stick around i'm just not gonna, yeah, do, I'm it. Not gonna do it like because then it's like how is me being available any different than pressuring them yeah like yeah if you ask me for a date and i like you i'm not gonna play head games i like you i want to date you let's do this like let's go out but it's like if they're like well i have to go and i have to explore and find myself okay fine do it like go like go be and it's like it's like i don't know i just because i would hate it if someone told me no you can't do that you need to date me you need to pursue me you need to care about me yeah absolutely not absolutely not i would not do that so anyway so yeah i just think the whole women proposing thing like please stop like just stop anyways so, so someone had responded to her and said, you had a wrong idea about not proposing from a girl to a boy. Remember, a confident lady does that. Because what are we all talking about? Co- confidence. You know, taking back her sexuality. All these buzzwords that are empty and mean nothing. I because... mean, I don't think a confident woman would ever do it. Like, what is the percentages of, like, 
female proposed. Well, it's proposed. not big, but they're trying to make it big because I That's was, interesting that that's a thing that they're trying to push. Well, yeah, because I saw on Tiffany & Co., they have engagement because this one person I follow. Oh, like for him. For him. Like, so, hey, like, girls, are you looking to propose to your guy? Like, come is, to is, Tiffany Is that Co. the thing or is it more for gay people? No, no. It's for, like, straight couples. Like, they yeah. make it, it clear was a it's beta for a page. I don't think it's up right now. It was, like, a beta page. So, companies do this thing yeah, where they they'll, do. like, they throw out beta tests and you don't always realize it. But some people do realize it. And this one person I followed, she apparently realized it and she, like, blew it up. And she's, like, kind of, like, an influencer. She's not a huge influencer. But they watch all people. They watch yeah. everything that's said about it. Especially these beta tests that they do. Because they're not big and they're not everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, maybe they're in, like, New York and California regions or like like they have all these like mechanisms that yeah. they can do so she saw it and it was like him her for him and it was him engagement rings like for him not gay not gay like it was like because it's him. different if it's gay I know, it's different if it's gay like i get that whole thing <laughs> like i get that I know, yeah <laughs> oh but, my god <laughs> yeah i know and they took it down it didn't last yeah long. they should take it down that's so stupid but that's what's coming and you you know damn straight that it's gonna come so oh <laughs> um so remember a confident lady does that and then i was like kind of thinking i was like okay miss confident lady so d- d- let me know do you know what a 401k is do you know what stock options are do you have a portfolio can you tell me all about your investment banking and who you invest with and all of the the nasdaq ticker state tapes besides apple google and tesla can you tell me some other little niche companies that you're investing in are you investing in medicine are you investing in technology are you investing in fashion what how about like how about how how often do you work what's your job like how what do you do for a living are you a sales stores clerk or do you have a cpa are you a lawyer are you a doctor because you know what from this sentence from here what i'm hearing is that you do nothing all day you're a social justice warrior at best maybe and you live at home or maybe even not at home you've somehow hoodwinked your parents into bankrolling your life in some major city so you can be an influencer or you know you work at a pr brand or you do marketing because i'm so sick and tired this was another thing i was thinking about i am so sick and tired of these fake feminists saying like yeah like women should work we should do this we should take initiative but i expect a man to propose and i don't expect to work and i'm not even going to finish my degree because i don't really care about it and i'm just going to post all my thoughts and all my opinions and all my clothes online because i want men to see how available i am because that's really my goal you know what i'm saying yeah i was talking to a friend a long 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 time ago and she had a 401k meeting at work 401ks are very easy, very simple to it's understand. It's very, very basic it's retirement. It's very basic retirement plan. Most large companies give it to you. It's really not that hard to understand. You actually don't even have to contribute. If you don't care, you don't actually have to participate. It's not even forced upon you. Like, it's, it's not, so but also simple. buzzword, people who don't know, always inquire. Because my finance teacher said that um, like yeah. he went to a church and there was this old woman and she was going to retire in like a year or two. And she's like, I never knew about 401k. Yeah, like my don't. company had it this whole time and she didn't save any money for her time. I know, no, it's sad because I'm that like, does happen. I'm like, fucking ask because they won't tell you. No, they won't tell you. They won't tell you because so they don't want to put money in. She was really lucky because they had a whole class on the 401k. Which is great. Which is That's great because so great. usually the only time you can know about your 401k is when you're, is being, like, when you're hired. being hired. And then they ask, do you want to contribute? And then you say either yes or no. Always say yes. Always say yes. And they will sit there and they will go through the paperwork with you if you need more information. But anyway, so I was talking to my friend, and she said, I don't understand 401ks. I just know I have to marry wealthy. So let me get this straight. 
I work my ass off. I'm the breadwinner, sole breadwinner of my household as it is stands right now. And I make sure everything runs. I know how a bill is paid. I know how the mortgage is done. I'm going to apply for to buy a house. I'll be all on your back so you can stand up one day, find some sucker to marry you and be like, I actually didn't care about the feminism thing, but I'm so glad you get to do it. Fuck yeah, you, honestly. Like, fuck like you. I'm so fucking tired of it. And then I go out and I date men. And, well, you're too you're too successful. You have too many assets. You know too much about how, you know, finance and stocks and basic fucking shit. How yeah. basic not economy, the economics of life work. It's very basic to understand the stock market. That's not even that impressive. It's really not that hard. It's not even that hard. Like, it, it's just not, you know? And then it's like, oh, well, like, well, you're intimidating now. Really? Because... I don't have an option to not be intimidating for you because the feminist told me I have to work and now I'm working because I don't have a man who cares enough to support me. But yeah. yet these basic bitches who say that, oh, engagement, like like women should engage men, but I only expect all my men to propose to me. Like, yeah, women should work, break glass ceilings, but I'm not going to work at all. Well, I like, would never I do that. Care, but I would never do that. I want to raise a family. Like, you guys, listen to these, like, these this double speed. Yeah, like, like this is straight up double around speed. around you. And then it's like, and then you. I'm forced to work because I don't have the ability, because what am I doing? I'm letting the men that come into my life leave because I want them to be better. I want them to make something of themselves. And I'm not going to strong arm some dough boy into marrying me so I can have a free ride for the rest of my life. It's just not that interesting to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I would love to have the opportunity for a man if they do see me to not be intimidated by me because other women out there who preach feminism don't do anything about it who yeah. are living on their father's paychecks every day like it's just it bothers me you know yeah like where's the confidence like where is this like remember a confident lady does that what di- diminishes her self-worth yeah like a confident lady succumbs to men's pressures a confident lady Yeah, a confident lady has to coerce everyone around her to fit into her little cookie cutter mold. Yeah, so let me get this straight. A confident lady takes away everything it means to be a feminine, to be feminine and to be a woman, to be a wife, to be Proposing to a man is not a confidence issue. It's not. It's it's just not. It's not. not. No, so then her response, asked Nellie's response, which I thought was great. Saw this message today and it made me think about confidence in dating. I think being confident and being elegant are two very different things. Many women are confident, but it seems in today's society only a few are elegant. An elegant lady would never, and a high-value man wouldn't put her in a position to feel so desperate she'd need to. Yeah. Is that just not so beautifully articulated? I think that is so well put because it's so true because we can be confident but then it's like, where's the elegance in that? Like, where's the self-respect in that? Yeah. Where's where's where you- where's the femininity in it? Yeah, like, exactly. that's my problem. It's like, where's the femininity? Yeah, and then it's like, like I don't want to lose like woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, like because woman is so beautiful. Like if you ever really, sometimes I like it really throws me back. Like if you see just like a woman standing next to a man, it's like oh my gosh, like we are so different from each other like a woman's so like soft yeah like soft round lines yeah and men is so like sharp edges yeah and i'm like it's so like fascinating like that it feels that way and it's like when you do things like that like it sharpens a woman it does and it's like no like men will never like a woman can go crazy and hysterical and be like strong yeah but a man can never soften himself enough to be like a woman it's so true and it's like and like we do that and like we have the privilege of being that soft beautiful woman in yes. the room you know yeah i mean a soft me saying that i'm like the loudest bitch ever i hate it when people <laughs> tell me to be quiet but but like like still yeah like even me yelling is more gentle 
than it's like a true. man ever would be. It's very true. It absolutely is true. Because even like Bethany Frankel, like she is strong, you know, and like I know that she has a presence about her, but she's still soft in the way that she does things. Yeah. Like she is very, very strong and she's gone through a lot. But I've always enjoyed watching her work and watching her build things. I think it's so fascinating. And she really doesn't put that responsibility on anyone else. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, really refreshing to see that. But, yeah, I also liked how she said she's, like, an elegant and a high-value man wouldn't put her in a position to feel so desperate. And it's, like, really think about the men in your life. Like, really think about They them. put you in those desperate situations. Like, I don't think they're liars. I think they are cowards. And then we're left to be hysterical. And then we're made to feel desperate and yeah. scared. I think that's really the formula that's playing. And then you respond. Society responds. Not you specifically. But society responds by saying, wear less clothes. Have sex with more men. Show how little they mean to you. Because look at how all these men are putting you in a desperate position. Really feel that and become that desperate person. That desperado out there on the streets. Because did you know that if you do a negative with a negative, it turns into a positive? Actually, no. That's literally the devil speaking. Yeah. That it does, no. Like, oh, so if, like, men want me to be desperate... Let me sleep with more men so they can be really extra super desperate. Like, don't double down on this bullshit. Yeah. Like, look for men that are high-powered. Look, be confident in yourself and be elegant in yourself. And the way to be confident and elegant is to set boundaries, stick with them, and don't compromise. Do not compromise because then that sin, compromise. what the pastor said today, was so good. It was very good. And those sins, they become footholds in your life. Yeah. Because so a compromise, like, I think it's good to compromise. I mean, marriage is all about compromising on things you know what I'm saying but it's when you let sin like as a single person be like well maybe I'll just like I'll just have sex like it doesn't mean anything so then when you're married how is that going to affect your relationship with your partner yeah when sex means that little to you and you know in your heart that that means so much more like it's supposed to be a way to connect with someone yeah and that's a really beautiful and great thing but it's really made for marital relationships because how are you ever going to stick together yeah because I think men and women are so different and I really sometimes think like, sex is the binding agent. Sometimes it is. And that's not, really like, a desperate, like, sad, like, carnal, like, Well, because know, is it where it's, desires. like, the two become one? Yeah, and, like, that's how it happens. Because then it's, well, like... Well, because then, well, because it is, like, that whole chemical reaction. Yeah. And then you're more, like, lovey-dovey and dopamine and serotonin and all that yes, bullshit. exactly. And then it's, like, that, like, calms things down. And yeah. that helps bind you two together again so you're not, like enemies all the time exactly and then you have that intimate moment and it's like i'm not saying that oh if you're married and then you have like you know you're fighting all the time but at least your sex is great it's like i'm not saying that sex is a thing that's going to keep it together but i think it's still extremely important i think it's because i think it's sometimes the only way you can communicate with one another yeah that's true it's not like 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 to get like that connection like you feel connected again again. like it's interesting yeah and it's like and then when you diminish that and water it down by having these multiple partners then yeah how are you going to connect yeah like really where is that going to go what is that rabbit hole going to lead down and it do you want to feel that distant from your partner from the one that you want to dedicate your life to yeah. You know? It's these mental gymnastics these people play. Yeah, it's insane. I know. Well, be confident and be elegant in your confidence. Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. I guess that, that is. That was very really good. High five. Nice. All right. Love you, lovey-doveys. Yes, love Talk you. Talk to you next week, loves. Yes, love See you, you later, babes. Bye.